Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to season three of Gotham Coach. Who would have thought this show would be three seasons deep talking sneakers and basketball while expressing their occasional dislike for UPS? Well, if you were one of those people who didn't believe in the hype, the fine folks from the exclusive breakdown would like to speak to you from the heart. Fuck you. Now, here's your host, Tyrone Smith. Yo. Yes, sir. Your boy's back in the building, man. Welcome to episode number three of Got Him Coach. I am Tyrone Smith, a.k.a. Ron 2 Exclusive, a.k.a. Mr. Hustle Bandit, a.k.a. Mr. Sneaker Bandit. 4.9, let lock him up. Ron, Daytona 360, alive and in the flesh, man. And um, I'm back, man. Last time I was on the mic, we was doing a... Uh, uh, unfortunate sad episode that a lot of us wasn't really prepared to um, take in but uh, one thing about life as I said in that previous episode life comes at you full circle sometimes and you may not be prepared for certain things but uh, life has a way of preparing you or humbling you to prepare yourself for certain things that you may not want to prepare yourself for and that's um that's the unfortunate signs of life, but that's how we have to go with it, man. But um, I'm not gonna lie, that particular passing, man, it it it, it made me it, it it opened my eyes. And what I mean by opening my eyes, man, it, it made me really realize that time is so precious, and I can have the vision boards, and I can have million different things that I want to do but if I don't let me go back I got a million different things that I want to do but if it's my time to go then it's my time to go there's no ifs ands or buts about it if it's my time it's my time and that's just what it is and that's what it has to be um so it humbled me. It made me realize that I really got to get on this ball, man. I, I, I procrastinate so much. and you, you get to the point where certain things in your life make you feel like you're comfortable. And uh, I don't want to be in that position. I like I like uncomfortableness. I don't like to be comfortable because if I'm comfortable, that means I'm not moving. And if I'm not moving, that means I'm staying in one place. <laughs> of course it does. But I don't like to stay in one place. I like to be able to put myself in a position to where I'm doing exactly what I want to do. And Kobe, man, he Kobe was one of the best. Like I said, he was one of the best, one of the hardest workers, perfectionist to his craft. And I just want to be able to do the exact same thing with with the show, um, things that I have going on outside the show, the brand in general, and just being able to, to connect and inspire and make people laugh and give people informational things and and, and, and give people things to talk about give people water cooler talk that uh, is going to uh, make them feel good you know what I'm saying so that's that's what it is for me man you know you, you, you can lose perspective of that sometimes um, 
if this is one thing that makes you put things in perspective this is definitely one of those things but um we'll talk more about kobe and his impact and things of that nature a little later on let's get into some some positivity on the show man um if i didn't welcome you i want to welcome you again i want to welcome you to garden coach this is episode number three of season three uh we are way behind in episode numbers and it's not my fault i want y'all to know this time it's legit not my fault i had to i had to upgrade some stuff man i really had to upgrade some stuff i had to upgrade computers i had to upgrade software i had to upgrade a lot of different things i had this computer shout out to my shout out to my um i don't even know the name of that dang on computer but shout out to my laptop that laptop worked out with me for so long we we went through so many good times so many bad times so so many so many wars so many episodes so many crashes where i had to do episodes all over again we really we, we really we really went through it we went through the war and uh i'm so happy that uh that computer was able to give me at least two seasons and at least the first episode of the third season but uh all good things must come to an end sometimes and it was the unfortunateness is that a word unfortunateness sound like a word right but um i unfortunately with my big size 12 feet i tripped over the cord <laughs> i tripped over my my power cord um, as the computer was charging because that's basically the only way that that particular computer was going to work as if i kept it on the charger all day which isn't good for anything is it, it isn't good for your laptops it isn't good for your cell phones it isn't good for nothing you gotta take that thing off of the charger sometimes and let that let let you know let it breathe without the charger for a little bit and i chose not to do that so uh what ended up happening is i had the computer on the charger and i tripped over the computer and the computer went flying hit the ground boom boom hanging on by a thread and i said my final goodbyes i cut the power cord literally um probably shouldn't have did that uh i was probably at great risk of uh electrocuting myself but you know sometimes you gotta learn the hard way that would have definitely been learning the hard way if i would have did something like that but i'm glad i didn't do that definitely glad i ain't do that um but now that we got all that out the way when it upgraded got me a new computer um, like i said got me some new software and i've been grinding man i ain't gonna lie i've been i've really been on the grind uh i did the first episode unfortunately um i was supposed to come back with the second episode this week but things happened and i had to come back a week sooner to get my thoughts and um, send my condolences and all that but in the meantime between time just just working in general i've been working so much on the patron page um, i have a lot of content on the patron page a lot of content so if you're not a patron now i would suggest that you go become a patron now it's only two dollars a month two dollars a month and you get exclusive access to episodes that will not be seen anywhere else nowhere else You'll get uh, access to episodes such as Sneaker Swagging with Daytona. Basically, it's a it's a uh, it's a it's a series where you get to shop with me. Basically, you get to see my new pickups, my thoughts and my opinions on those pickups, the pickups on my feet and all that. So I think that's dope. Uh, it, it'll make you want to either get the shoe or if you kind of on the fence. If you hear my commentary on the shoe, you may want it, you may not want it. If you see it on feet, you may want it, you may not want it. You may have liked the shoe, but now you don't like the shoe because of my uh, review on it. So it's definitely something that you guys will want to check out. Um, in addition to Sneaker Sagging with Daytona, I got Hooper's Delight, which is basically going to be a show about all things basketball. All things basketball, whether that be players... Um, old school players old school teams breaking down old school basketball teams uh, breaking down iconic moments in history 
just just things WNBA related topics. Uh, I really want to get into WNBA. Uh, going to my first WNBA game this year, which I wasn't able to do last year because of so many different moving pieces, or moving parts that took place that I wasn't able to actually go to my first WNBA game. But I will be attending WNBA games. I, I really want to see the women compete. Um, I actually did an episode on their new collective bargaining agreement, which is a huge step for women going forward, man. Pay increases, um, traveling arrangements, it, it's, it's so much better than what it was. It's, it's, a, it's a good look. I'm, I'm happy that they was able to get something done, and I'm happy that they were able to start setting the bar. Start setting the bar, maybe in this next CBA, you can, you can get some million dollar hoopers. But the potential is there. The potential is there if they really want to put the work in. Um, and I think they can. I think they have the, the abilities to make this happen. They're, they got a lot of good things going on. If you don't know, you don't know. Uh, they got a lot of different deals. One with AT&T. They just signed a, a deal with AT&T. They just recently did something with um with CBS Sports. They got their games televised on ESPN, ABC. Uh, so it's a good look. It's a good look. It's definitely a good start for the WNBA going forward. Um, so you got that Hooper's Delight. So you definitely will want to check that out. In addition to Sneaker Licking Good. Now Sneaker Licking Good is gonna be it's my it's my shoe episodes. I do all the all the iconic shoes from back in the day. I, I got an episode on Spartan, which is very, very informative. It talks about Hakeem Olajuwon joining Spartan. Very, very dope. I also have just put up an episode doing my top fours. Uh, Kobe's signature shoes. Very good episode. In addition to, like I said, it's just addition to different different things that I like. Or different things that I came about. Uh, just, just, you know, just wondering the backstory behind how players get signature shoes or what made certain players get the sign with these companies to represent them and to represent their kicks so it's definitely a must a must watch so you get you get a lot of different episodes and then i'm working i'm working on uh this or that which is gonna be featuring me and my 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 crazy counterpart hoodie wrong and uh, I think that's gonna be dope. So it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of good going on over in Patreon, man. So I, I will advise you if you can, man. Sacrifice two dollars out your out your budget, baby. Sacrifice two dollars out your budget to help me, man. You know, support me any way that you possibly can, man. It is it, is greatly appreciated. Now that we got that out the way, let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about this game Wednesday. For those who may not know, I am going to the Pistons Suns game Wednesday. I am very, very excited. For those who may not know, or for those who've been living under a rock, they already know. For those who already live under a rock, they they know they don't know. I am a Phoenix Suns fan through and through. For those who've been rocking out with me for day one, y'all already know what it is when it comes to my sons, man. So I finally get to see Phoenix alive in the flesh, and I'm so happy. I was supposed to go see him last year, but I wasn't able to. And I'm glad I didn't because they got destroyed. And I vowed, I vowed off of being a Suns fan for the rest of the year. Said I wasn't gonna be a Suns fan, and they just kept making me mad because they was making, they was doing ridiculous moves. For example, you need a point guard, right? But you release your only party guard on the roster. Like, it just didn't it, it didn't make sense. And then you acquire Tyler Johnson in the trade, which made no sense whatsoever again. But Phoenix is on the rise. I like what Phoenix is doing, believe it or not. I like, I like the additions that they made. Ricky Rubio is a nice addition. Wasn't a big fan of it uh, when it first happened, but I am I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by Ricky Rubio. Aaron Baines has been a nice addition. DeAndre Aiden is starting to find his way after being suspended. Devin Booker, all world. We'll talk more about him later on in the show. Uh, Phoenix has pieces. I like their pieces. Mikael Bridges is a nice piece. Kevin Oubre is a nice piece. They are they're in the thick of it. They're in the, they're in the race for that eighth seed. Hopefully they can get it. 
but if not it, it, there's still nice building blocks for them to to be successful and i'm very i'm really looking forward to seeing what they're gonna uh, transpire what's gonna transpire with phoenix going forward i said they was gonna be one of the uh one of the great teams in the nba a couple years ago first season when i did five teams and it looked like a lot of my proclamations is coming to fruition because i said denver's gonna be one of them teams and you see what denver out there doing they balling right now but um i'm happy i'm gonna be going to a Suns game my first one ironically they're playing my hometown team i don't know how it's gonna go little caesar's arena is also a very good arena if you're a, a, a visiting if you're an opponent fan because they, they they come out in full full force too good thing it wasn't a raptors game because i swear that'd be a home game for toronto <laughs> or milwaukee or any team any team that's not that far from detroit but uh like i said this should be a good game and i'm really looking forward to going i'm really looking forward to seeing what's gonna happen um what else what else all-star weekend is coming up it's a lot coming up with with the nba that's that's really exciting all-star weekend the trade deadline is a couple days away it's it's a it's a good time to be a to 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 be me because it, it gives me it gives me a lot it gives me a lot to talk about but i'm gonna I'm keep it short and sweet and i'm gonna keep it right there and we're gonna go right ahead into this episode so uh let's go ahead and let's get this freestyle because y'all know i gotta i gotta drop a freestyle every episode so let's go ahead let's get into this freestyle man yeah okay yeah okay yeah okay uh. second freestyle talk your stuff wrong third season third Yo. season I got bars ready for y'all, man. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yo, flap jacks. I got flap jacks uh, on my belly fat. Okay, I got belly fat uh, on my back fat. Okay, I got back fat uh, in my collard green. Okay, I got collard green uh, cooking on the stove. Woo! And my stove kind of dirty because I couldn't wash it. Woo! And I won't wash it till I finish my green. I got chicken wings going in the frying pan, pan. And it's kind of burning, so I gotta get off, man. Uh, oh my god, why am I talking about food? Hungry. Ooh. 50 Tyson kind of woo. I ain't gonna lie. I got wild for days, even though you may not hear yeah. it right now. And this rhyme is kind of trash. Uh, hey, I did my best, man. Best, man. So don't judge me when you listen to this. No, no, no. And if you stop listening to this, please come back. I miss you, man. Uh. The NBA has made changes to the All-Star game, which includes turning every quarter into a mini game for charity before turning the fourth quarter into an untimed quarter. Good, bad, or straight terrible idea by the NBA. So let me be the first one to say this about this new change to the All-Star game, right? I love the change. I love the new format of the game, man. I think in some ways it will make the games more competitive if you give them something to really, really play for, like charities. Um, you know, the NBA is so big with their charity work. The players are so big with charity work. So be, to be able to get more money to be able to help out a charity, it's a good look. Now, I think certain aspects of things they always get old eventually right look at the, the mlb all-star game was always old the changes that they made you got to commend them for the changes that they made but that was just absolutely ridiculous to give the winning uh league home field advantage in the world series so that meant like let's say a hypothetic let's hypothetically speak let's say the tigers went 80 and 82 right and they they had a miracle run during the course of this world series and the american league won the world series and they played the padres who went 162 do that that do that mean that the tigers get home field advantage because the american league won the world series absolutely not it shouldn't mean that but you got to give mlb credit for changing the format or at least trying something different but then eventually going back to the original format like i feel like all games should have change to it 
as far as I know, the All-Star game been the same game for the past 20-plus years. Like, it, it, it has not changed, not one bit. It's just a glorified pickup game. I love the addition of the captains. I love when you get to pick your own team. I love, I love that fashion of the, of the All-Star game. But it was just too, it, it gets boring after, like, the first quarter, to be honest with you. Like, after the first quarter, I stopped watching. And I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. Up. I didn't even watch last year's All Star game. It just wasn't. It, it didn't. It. I watched. Men, I'll take that back. I watched the first couple minutes of it, but it just didn't have that intrigue in it. You know what I'm saying? So I think with this change, I like the change. I like the change. It's like pickup games in each quarter, and the first one, you know, whoever wins the quarter, you know, they get the money. Adding the 24 points in the untimed quarter quarter is dope too. It's like a trip. It's a, it's another tribute to Kobe. You you don't you don't time it. You don't put pressure. You don't none of that. Just just let just let the just let the hoopers hoop. Just let the hoopers hoop. But sometimes when you going through things, the best way to get your mind or to get your mind right is to do something that you love. And for the, for the players, Kobe touched a lot of players, man. He 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 had an impact on a lot of players in the league. Um. So I think this is a great way for them to just remember him. So whoever whoever got the leading score after the third quarter, you know what I'm saying? Throw up another 24 points and just let just let them hoop. Just let them hoop to that twin, you know, get the 24 points and win that game. I love the idea. So uh they're also gonna play in two and twenty-four jerseys. Team Giannis is gonna play in twenty-four. Team LeBron is gonna play in number two. I love, I love what the NBA is doing to remember Kobe, man. It's so untimely, and you, you, you would expect for them to do something major. And I love the fact that what they're doing with the, um, with the All Star game in general. I think they said something about the everybody who's participating in All Star weekend to have something to remember, something on them to remember Kobe. So it's a good look. That's a good look. I'm actually looking forward to watching the All-Star game this year. I think it's going to be a very good game. I think it's going to be a competitive game. Maybe not that first quarter. I think that first quarter, they'll kind of give fans what they want, the alley-oops, the long-range three-point bombs and all that. But then you'll probably start to see maybe towards the second quarter, maybe the third quarter where the, the competition will ramp up a little bit. And maybe just in honor of Kobe, maybe you'll just see a whole game where it's just straight competitiveness. Because Kobe was such a competitor, maybe you'll see that exact same thing at the All-Star game. So it's going to be very intriguing to see how this All-Star game goes. I think it's going to be a very good game, and I'm actually looking forward to watching that game. So do I think it's a good idea? Absolutely. I think it's a great idea what the NBA is doing, and I think that they should continue with this going forward. The All-Stars have been selected. Did the fans, coaches, and media get it right? Who would you put in as an all-star that didn't make the team? Let's let's look at it hypothetically. Let's let's look at each conference, right? So for the East, you got two all-stars from Boston. Philly has two all-stars. Toronto has two all-stars. Miami has two all-stars. Um, Indiana and Atlanta ha- each has one. So what is that two four? Boston two, Philly two, that's four. Toronto six, Miami's uh, two, that's eight. Indiana, that's nine. Atlanta, that's ten. I'm, I'm missing, I'm, I'm missing some, I'm missing some players here. I'm, I'm missing some players here. But facts notwithstanding, right? So you, you, you have two players basically from each team that's basically in the playoffs. So like Detroit doesn't have an All Star. Uh, Washington doesn't have one. New York doesn't have one. Orlando doesn't have one. Uh, Brooklyn doesn't have one. So that's interesting in the sense of how they did it. Um, some of them yeah, maybe possibly. Now on the West, the Lakers have two. Utah has two. Houston has two. Um, New Orleans is represented. Portland is represented. Denver is represented. OKC is represented. So. In aspect of who's being chose for the All-Star game, I like the decisions that were made by the selection. For example, 
Chris Paul is absolutely an all-star. You got to look at what he's did for Oklahoma City. And he's basically turned that team around from a team that when we looked at this team, we said, there's no way that they can be a, a, a contending a contending factor in the Western Conference. But they're seventh. They're seventh in the West. Think about that. You, when Coming into the season, you definitely didn't have Oklahoma City seventh in the West. So that's a good one. Trey Young. Trey Young has been balling. 29 points, 9 assists, 4 rebounds a game. He is the reason you go to Hawks games, to be honest with you. He's the reason. And this isn't a coach's pick. He was voted in. Uh, I think it's what, 50? It's 50% 25, 25, 50% going to the fans. So he was voted in by the fans. So I don't have a problem with that. A lot of people may have a problem with that, but you got to look at the fact that it was the fans that voted him in, not the coaches that brought him in. So, you look at that aspect. That's that's dope. Now, when we look at players who we when we who we looked at as being snug, I only see I see four players: Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. Um, I'll say Andre Drummond. And is it four? Or is it three? Oh, and I said Fred Fred Van Fleet. Cause I felt Fred Van Fleet should have been an all-star instead of Kyle Lowry. And I think the reason Kyle Lowry got in is because he's the heart and soul of the Toronto Raptors. And the Raptors are a team that nobody expected to do anything. Well, I wouldn't say do anything, but they were a team that you wouldn't expect to be in the position that they're in right now. Where they're one of the hottest teams in the league. So, I can see why Kyle Lowry is in. But when you look at Fred Van Fleet, man, Fred Van Fleet is so fearless, man. He, he he just he plays with 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 a with a with a swagger and a, and a, and a confidence with him and he's he's chill and he's relaxed in his game man. I felt that they should have reward, rewarded Van Fleet in an All Star game. Now this one may seem controversial. I don't have Jimmy Butler as an All Star. I would have put Bradley Bill in over Jimmy Butler. And I feel like the only reason Jimmy Butler, and don't get me wrong, he's having a good year. Averaging 20 points, six assists, six, seven rebounds. It was just rounded up to seven. But Bradley Bill, man, Bradley Bill is out there balling with the Washington Wizards. Like, he's really out there playing. Like, he's really the only thing that's going for Washington right now. Like, he's really the only thing. And I feel like he should have been rewarded for his play. Washington is 10th in the East. Now, that's not saying a lot. They're 17 and 32, but they're only, they're what, four and a half games out of the eighth, eighth spot? Look, a lot of teams, a lot of, I had Washington probably at the bottom with like Cleveland and Atlanta. Now, 10, 17 to 32 still isn't great, but I I don't know. I just, I feel like Bradley Bill should have been an all star. And if I'm taking somebody out, I would have took Jimmy Butler off for Bradley Bill. Look, Bradley Bill is averaging 29.2 points a game, six assists, four rebounds, and a steal. You, them not all-star worthy numbers? Come on, man. So, if I if I had to take somebody out, it probably would have been Jimmy. But um, overall, I don't necessarily have a, a problem with the list. Um, Demonis to bonus was probably another question mark for me. I think he's in because Indiana was a team that they say, well, they don't have Oladipo, so there's no telling how good Indiana is going to be. Um, but I would have put Dre in. Now, Dre plays too inconsistent. And I've always said Dre, if he if he playing somebody who kind of has the same game, the same game similar to him, he'll kind of dominate. But if he got to guard players who can step out on him and Got a little bit of handle, a little bit of shot. He'll, he'll tend to struggle a little bit. Uh, he'll have games where he dominates the game, and then he'll have games where he don't really dominate. He'll have the numbers, but his impact on the game won't be as great. But when we look at Andre Drummond, he's one of the top league leaders in steals as a center, which is not really heard of. I ain't heard of that really since Big Benjamin Wallace was doing it. But 
when we look at Andre Drummond's numbers, we're looking at a guy who's averaging 17 points, 16 rebounds, three assists, two steals, about two blocks a game. I think those are all star worthy numbers. So if I had to take so if I had to take another player out, it would have probably been Demonis Sabonis, and I would have put Andre Drummond. But Demonis Sabonis is still worthy of the All Star nod because he's averaging about 18 points, 12, 13 rebounds, five assists. So the numbers are there. The numbers defensively aren't there like Andre Drummond is. But uh, he's still a guy who has propelled Indiana to be in the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference at 31 and 19. So I think he's well deserving of it. On the West. Now, I would have had Devin Booker in for Brandon Neiman. Now, this isn't me being biased because I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. I'm going strictly off of stats. Devin Booker is averaging 27 points, four rebounds, six assists. He, he, Devin Book Devin Booker is that guy. He is that guy when it comes to when we talk about Phoenix, he's the one that we're talking about. We compare that to Brandon Ingram. He's averaging 25, 6, and 4. So the the, the numbers kind of switch a little bit from rebounds to assists. Ingram has the six rebounds where Devin Booker has the four. Devin Booker has the six assists where Brandon Ingram has the four assists. And they're both 20 and 30. But I think the reason Brandon Ingram gets in is because, one, he plays forward. Two, Russell Westbrook got in, which mm, maybe. And three, um, Brandon Ingram was just a guy like he, he was when he got to New Orleans. It, it, I think it was a question. He was coming off the blood clots. You didn't necessarily know what, what you were going to get with him. He showed glimpses of being that player. But the health was just kind of always been a, a factor. And you kind of seeing that he's a guy who can really step in and be the, the primary guy for a, for a team. And with Zion coming back, I think that helps him more. It takes a lot of the pressure off of him where he, the defense was kind of maybe ganging up on him, trying to stop him. Um, but I, I would have put Devin Booker in over uh, Brandon Ingram. Devin Booker has a proven track record year in and year out of being a, 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 a all-star. And it's always snubbed for whatever reason. He always gets snubbed, and I don't understand it. But uh, Devin Booker, you'll get your chance, man. Look, tell Phoenix, trade you to Detroit, play in the East, and you'll be a perennial all-star every single year. Boom. There you go. And like I said, shout out to Chris Paul, man, because that man out there balling. But I would have said I would have said Shea Gildrish. But I think Chris Paul, because it, it, it was so it was so much negativity on Chris Paul when he uh, when he got there, and I think that um, that's the reason why he's an All Star. So, uh, what's the next topic? In wake of the untimely death of Kobe Bryant, which Kobe tribute has been your favorite done so far? I like a lot of them, man. Um, I absolutely love the 24 second and 8 second violations that the teams did. I thought that was dope. Um, brought a tear to your eye because you, you you really knew why this was happening. Shout out to Dallas. Dallas seems to be, besides the incidents where you meant you was hearing about the, the, the issues that they were having with Mark Cuban and all that, Dallas seems to be a very class, very high class organization. They're retiring Kobe's number 24, which I feel like is absolutely dope. And I feel like all teams will eventually um, take part in that. I feel the NBA should take part in that. If you don't retire his number, maybe give, maybe you name an award after him or something. Name the All-Star Game MVP. Name that the Kobe Bryant All-Star MVP award. I mean, he won four of them. Him and Bob Pettit at one point in time, they had the most in, in All-Star history. So name the name that award after them if you're not gonna retire the number league-wide. And I think they should do that. Now, making him the the, the logo, not a not a really big fan of that, to be honest with you. Um, his impact was great, but I think that would be sliding other players who had a great impact. Well, Chamberlain had a great impact, George Mike had a great impact, Mark Hoosie had a great impact. Jordan had a great impact. I mean, now Michael Jordan, he's still alive and all that. But 
think about all the great players who had great impacts before they passed away i feel like that'd be a slight towards them so i wouldn't change the logo i wouldn't make kobe the logo but i would maybe do something maybe retire his number one of the numbers maybe 24 or 8 whichever one is more iconic both of them are iconic maybe you retire both but if maybe if you don't want to retire both then you should do something as maybe name like the all-star mvp after him or maybe you name you know name something name an award after him if you don't want to go that route so dallas retiring his number i think is dope i think that'd be a trend at a that'll follow league wide um players changing their numbers now i have nine so far and i'm pretty sure there'll be a lot more who will change their numbers but uh spencer dewitty he changed his number from eight to 26 Terrence Ross changed his number from 8 to 31. Jaleel Okafor changed his number from 8 to 9. Uh, Quinn Cook, who wore the number 2, which was the same number that Gigi wore, he's changing his number from 2 to 28. Marquis Morris wore the number 8. He's going to wear the number 88 for the rest of the year. Alec Burke is going to change his number from 8 to 20. Mo Hartless is changing his number from 8 to 11. Mason Plumley is going to change his number from 24 to 7. And Zaire Smith is going to wear the number 5. And he wore the number 7 for a game before he changed the number to the number 5. Now, that's dope too. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be players who want to wear the number 24 or the number 8 to remember the man that was Kobe Bryant. Want to play, have that mentality like Kobe, but don't touch that number. No team should ever touch that number again. That number should never be worn by another player. Let that number be retired in peace. My personal opinion. Um, Detroit. Detroit came out probably with one of the dopest uh, ideas then the Lakers kind of followed suit when they did their tribute, which was really, really heartfelt. I, I ain't gonna lie, I shed a tear watching that, uh, watching the tribute that they had for Kobe. But the Pistons came out in their their bad, their Oakland Raider inspired uniforms from last year, uh, the black and gray ones, and they had the number they had the number eight and twenty four on the jersey. And they wore them out for pre-game, for the pre-game things that they did, and they wore them uh, for the introductions. I thought that was super dope. Um, Brooklyn laying the roses on the the courtside seats that Kobe Bryant and Gigi sat at. That was a heartfelt moment. Um, the University of Connecticut, University of Connecticut, when they placed Gigi number two um, jersey on the Husky bench in remembrance. Um, I thought that was really really nice. Um, but that Lakers one, that Lakers one, that one was tough. I mean, it started with Usher. He he kind of got the the tears rolling a little bit. Then the the, the violinist who came in, he played "Boys to Men" with the national anthem. Just just a touching tribute overall, man. LeBron, Quinn Cook, like all them guys are just really really emotional. And you feel bad for Quinn Cook, man, because. Kobe Bryant was his childhood idol. And there's actually pictures of him at the memorial that they had at, at the Staples Center. He was actually in attendance, just taking it all in. And to see him break down and, and cry the way that he did, man, it was really, really sad, man. Just imagine, just imagine, like, we're not even talking parents aside or grandparents or, like, your favorite uncle or aunt or, like, your cousins or something like that. Anybody family-related, best friend-related or somebody like that. Just think of, like, a a star that you really really looked up to and this particular star was the reason that you're doing exactly what you're doing right now and just in the blink of an eye they they, they pass away you know what i'm saying just 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 no warning no no nothing they you you, you look up and they're gone that will that will really really tear into you that will really make you hurt and and, and sad and just 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 question everything that you possibly can and you you feel so bad for Quinn cook but um i mean if anything man the rest of the season can be a memory to his childhood idol and i think that's what a lot of these players are going to use this as it's going to be an emotional rest of the season it's going to be emotional playoffs um to happen in the middle of the season it just kind of hurts within itself but this can be the beginning of something great um 
for Quinn Cook. Get him that motivation. Get him that mentality to want to be great and to honor his childhood hero. Um. Now we, I didn't expect the Lakers to win that game against Portland. So the fact that they went out there and played, kudos to the Lakers organization. Prayers out to the whole Laker organization. Rob Palinka, he lost his best friend and his goddaughter in that instance. Um, like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to get over, but NBA players, man, are you know it, like I like I said in the previous episode, there is a brotherhood there, so there there's always gonna be somebody to lean on at the end of the day, and I'm looking forward to seeing how the NBA goes forward with remembering Kobe or how players go forward with remembering Kobe. Uh, LeBron got. A Kobe tribute. Him and Anthony Davis got a Kobe tribute uh, tattoo, which I thought was dope. Everything that everybody is doing is dope. Like let's let's not get it wrong. There's no wrong. There's no wrong answer here. Every every tribute. Every everything is is dope. Everything is dope. So let's let's keep it at that. And uh, let's talk about my favorite Kobe moment. And then we'll wrap up the show. What's your favorite Kobe moment? My favorite Kobe moment. If I had to, I got two favorite moments. None of them are basketball brand. None of them are on the court. I never seen Kobe Bryant play. Um, I always, always watched him on TV. Um, but I have two favorite Kobe Bryant. One of my moments has to do with growing up. Being about, I want to say about nine years old. About, yeah, about nine years old. Uh, 1998, uh, I think it is to be the exact date. And if I'm wrong, I'm, I don't think I'm wrong. I think I'm very, very right. 1998, Christmas Day. I got a Nintendo 64 for Christmas. And one of the first games that I ever got on my new Nintendo 64 was NBA Kobe Bryant Courtside. And I remember playing that game religiously, like just every single day. And I remember me and my cousins, like we would go over each other's houses. Like if they would come over to my grandmother's house or if I would go over to my aunt's house, he had a Nintendo 64 too. So I would always bring Kobe Bryant and we used to play that game for hours on the day. Like we used to create players. We used to create players and put them on teams and we used to OD our teams with the best players and we used to just play games. Like we used to play tournament style games every single day. And that was probably one of the, some of the best fun that I ever had as a kid playing Kobe Bryant NBA courtside. And I remember I used to always get Hershey Hawkins because he was automatic from three. And all you hear was Hershey Hawkins and they used to irritate them because that's the only player I used to shoot with and my creative player always had triple doubles man man I miss them days even to the point where I um when I used to play the game with myself I had the game for a little minute so I used to always like update the rosters <laughs> I used to update the roster to the current rosters and I used to play and man when I tell you I had some of the best times playing Kobe Bryant NBA courtside, I never got the second one, but I had that first one, and I played I played that first one to to it literally stopped working anymore. So those that, that was one of my favorite moments of Kobe Bryant, the fact that he came out with that game, and that that'll probably be etched in my childhood memory forever. My second favorite moment, memory of Kobe, is watching him. In a night in the 1997 uh, slam dunk contest, which came on ESPN Classic one year uh, with my grandmother, uh, it was like Christmas Eve or maybe two days before Christmas, um, and everybody was just chilling. It was me, and my mom. She was watching. She had just bought this new 55 inch TV, so she wasn't letting nobody watch her TV. So she was chilling in the living room watching TV. My cousin was. Um, on the computer i think both of my cousins were there one of my cousins was on the computer 
doing something with his fantasy lineup. My other cousin was in the room with my mom, uh, watching TV with her. And I was in my room. And my grandma was in my room because I had gave my grandmother my room. And I had I had slept on the floor for like a year. So my grandma could have my room. And we was just watching TV. I, I think I went out. I was playing the game. And then I stopped playing the game. And then I was just I was just watching old high school, you know, old throwback uh, highlights of the slam dunk contest. And I remember when 1997 came, and this was the dunk contest. Ray Allen was in this dunk contest. I know Ray Allen was in this dunk contest. Kobe Bryant was in this dunk contest. If I'm not mistaken, I think Michael Finley was in this contest as well. Matter of fact, let me pull up the list. It was Darvin Ham, uh, Chris Carr, Ray Allen, Kobe Bryant, Bob Sura, and Michael Finley. So I knew who some of these players were, but I didn't really know them, know them like that. So I could explain who Ray Allen and Michael Finley was to my grandma because I kind of knew who they was. I could explain a little bit of Bob Sura to her, uh, but she knew kobe when she seen him and it was it was so funny because she like isn't that that kobe bryant and i'm like hey how you know that's kobe <laughs> and we and, and i'll never forget that moment because that was the one moment that one moment that one is that kobe bryant question sparked up maybe like a two and a half three hour conversation about basketball and i i explained everything that i knew to her about basketball she may not have understood a word that I was saying, but the fact that we was able to share that moment, man, is a moment I'll never, ever, ever forget. That would that'd be a, a moment that would be etched in my life forever because it was, it was at that moment. I didn't know what was going to transpire after the fact with my grandmother and her health, but it was at that moment right there that I was like, man, this lady is amazing. And, it's, it's funny how basketball or sports in general can bring a total stranger, total strangers to 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 the forefront and, and bring you know love and, and, and happiness, and all that other good stuff. So those are two of my Kobe Bryant memories. So uh, let's go ahead and we're gonna end the show off. We're gonna break down this episode in sixty seconds. That was a lot to take in. Let's summarize this episode for those who don't know what's going on in 60 seconds. If I had to break this episode down to 60 seconds, man, the, 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 the one thing that I will tell you is one, that I can't rap. My freestyles are probably one of the worst freestyles you'll ever hear in your life. But at the end of the day, I don't freestyle to try to make a living out of it because I know that I'm not going to be able to make a living out of it. I do it for fun. You can obviously tell I do it for fun. Another thing, cherish those. Cherish those that you love. And if you have beef with somebody that you really, really care about, man, end it. Because you never know how what tomorrow may bring. I'm really looking forward to the All-Star Game. I'm looking forward to the festivities that is the All-Star Game. And I think it's going to be a good look overall. I'm really looking forward to the Slam Dunk Contest. I got Derrick Jones Jr. I don't care who else is in the contest. I got Derrick Jones Jr. And one more, one final thing. Cherish your moments when you were young, because you'll never get them back. And I am Tyrone Smith. That's been my episode in 60 seconds. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me, man. There will not be an episode on next week. We will be be back February 18th for another episode. Once again, please go check out patreon.com slash exclusive breakdown. You will get exclusive content offered nowhere else. And it's only $2 a month. You get $2 a month. You get all the access to, to shows that you to, to, to content to content that you want. Even if you're not a basketball fan, if you're not a sneakerhead or whatever you not, may not be, do it for the love of you. Just support me. You know what I'm saying? And that's it, man. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me once again. I'm Tyrone Smith. Wrong to exclusive. Hustle Bandit. Sneaker Bandit. Four point I didn't lock them up wrong. Daytona 360 signing off. I will holler at y'all in two weeks.
Thanks for tuning in. Follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at Exclusive Breakdown. And if you're looking for bonus content that's not offered anywhere else, check out patreon.com slash exclusive breakdown. Talk to you soon. No, seriously, it's on the calendar. There's no backing out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.